Welcome back, you guys, to Talk to Talk with your girl Anita Love to Hate to Hate. Coming to you guys from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. God is good. He continues to bless me. My family is blessed. And like always, another day above ground is always a blessing. It is Sunday. It's one more day after today before Christmas. Yeah, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. So it's one more day after today for Christmas. So I hope you got your last minute Christmas gifts, your last minute packaging, your food. If not, you still got Christmas Eve. Me, myself, I don't want to be in nobody's store for Christmas Eve. Usually I'm in someone's store, but I'm hoping that this is not the year that I would be in somebody's store. So right now I'm sitting here watching some football with a headache. Everybody in the house hurting or something. Or tired or grumpy. Or got a headache, back hurting, neck hurting, something. I feel like we've been fighting all night. I don't know. But it ain't no good feeling when you wake up with you got a headache and people back hurting and all that stuff. And the house, it's just going to be what it is until after Christmas. Can't do nothing much about it. Just It's just the bottom line. But I wish everyone a Merry Christmas. I will be back because we're going to talk about Christmas itself, where the name came from, and normal traditions. Because a lot of people forget when they become adults and they have families of their own, how important and valuable traditions are. You don't even think about it when you're young because when you're little kids and then you turn into teenage you're like I don't want to be around my family I want to go hang around my friends I want to do this I want to do that and then when you become an adult and you have a family of your own it's like well what I'm going to do for Christmas Eve what I'm going to do for Christmas Day well those are traditions that you turn from when you were children and teenagers and you become a parent have family of your own that you make your own traditions for whatever day it is Um, so I think traditions are important and I think Everyone should have some type of tradition, but in those traditions, the reason for the season should be at the top of the list because we spend all this fortune on these expensive gifts for these children that do do not even have a clue to how these gifts are purchased, how they are made, the sacrifice that went into these parents making the money to purchase these gifts. And regardless of the time when we paid three, four, five hundred dollars for gifts, the kids don't even care about the gifts within two days. Sometime the same day, they're playing with something that was two dollars or basically free, a box. And that expensive gift sitting over in the corner, you sitting there looking like, if I had a known that, I would not have bought that. And then you take your crazy self and the next Christmas and you spend leaving even more. Not nah, we got to stop that. We have to nip that in the bud. And when children start saying, I want this instead of that, I thought you were going to get this for me and not that. Wake up, pay attention. That means that we are spoiling our children too much. Not a little bit too much. We have spoiled them too much and we have to like pump the brakes halt everything it's time for attention because that's not what we want to embed into our children because it shows unappreciation ungratefulness selfishness entitlement and at three four and five and six years old you are definitely too young to even feel like you entitled to every penny that i have grandmother have cousin uncles aunties no that ain't how they work it's not how they work but once you show me that i've spoiled you or i've done too much and you don't get it and you don't understand it's time for me to pump those brakes back just like when my daughter was three years old, I never forget. I asked her what she wanted for Christmas. And this girl told me she wanted Jordans. That was a wrap. 
No more Jordans for Christmas and birthdays for you, little one. And I didn't. After that, I didn't. The good thing about it is it wasn't even a big deal. It's not like she was missing anything, you know. So we have to make those decisions when we see things. We as parents, if we are paying attention to our children and we are parenting them, we see these things. We know these things before they get out of hand. So it's up to us to step in and intervene and say, hey, you know what? This is getting out of hand. Let's stop it now. I didn't get on here to preach, but I just thought I'd give you those little gems. Take them, baby. Receive them. Collect them. Put them in your mind and your mental. But you don't go anywhere. I'll be back, you guys. Yes. All right, you guys, I have a letter that kind of stirred my pot just now when I was surfing through my computer looking at a need love to hate to hate email. And it said, I'm tired of people telling me how lucky I am to have a good husband by Marie um, Gibson. Um, every Monday, my husband takes the children to school. They're his children, so it shouldn't be a big deal, right, for a father to take his own children to school. Yet last, yet last Monday, well, I'm not sure, but one Monday, a friend saw him at drop-off. And so she texted me saying, you are so lucky you could get your husband to drop your children off. I could never get my husband to do drop off a lesson I was in the hospital this is not the first time I've been told I'm lucky to have a good husband it is a nice compliment in theory but it usually comes from a fellow friend wife or mom um, possibly shining the attention of the deficit of their own partner. I think I said that right. I'm not sure. Or maybe. Anyway, I've been told I'm lucky that my husband um, seems to love me and that he seems to care and do interesting things with the children. That doesn't require my help. I've been told I'm lucky that he is supportive of my career and that he has even changed his work schedule at times when I have a meeting or work travel basically i've been told i'm lucky for him being and doing exactly in my opinion what a husband or wife is supposed to do for their spouse am i overreacting am i being too sensitive what's your opinion look mary i don't get me wrong i think the guy is great and everything and he he i think Everything that he's done with you shows that he wants to be as involved a parent as his time and energy allow. He believes in you more than he probably believes in himself in a sense. And often he uses his own hard-earned connection and contacts to further um, your career and probably support your goals. I'm I'm just speaking hypothetically. He probably goes out of his way to make sure you get time to squeeze things in like exercise and time with your friends on evenings or weekends and he does the best he, he I think he does his best to schedule around events at your children's school so he can participate and be there to support them as well as you um but let me say this he's not that way because of luck 
sweetie. And I, I, I don't, I, I didn't somehow, in my opinion, speaking for myself, I didn't win the husband lottery because I got a good one. You know what I mean? I've worked hard for a good relationship, and anyone who has a good partner will tell you the same thing. No one ever tells a man how lucky he is to have a, a to have married a woman who is like an amazing, wonderful, good wife and mother. You know what I mean? But it all starts, in my opinion, with whom you choose in the first place. Me, I was willing to be single and waited until I found the right guy. You know what I mean? Because I was young, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, I started off so young. When I met him, it was just like, ooh. And then it was gone and everything just happened. But when I did meet the right guy, it wasn't exactly the guy that he is now. You know what I mean? Because we're never who we were at 15 and 16 years old. We People are going to go through 50,000 changes. People are going to mess up. People are going to hurt people in relationships. Intentional, unintentional, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think men was just like we as women was. A work in progress. You know, we all work in progress. We, we've learned from one another. We've learned to be supportive to share the parenting workload and to give each other time for the things that matters to us. Because if you don't and you're always able to give and do and your partner not, your relationship is going to suffer. Um, but he also a good man because he wouldn't have married someone who wasn't. And you wouldn't have married him if he wasn't from, that's just my opinion. And he becomes... And you become a better man or woman because you've worked hard on you all's relationship. And it hasn't always been easy or fun, I'm sure. Your mother, you know, you work. So, for me, I'm thankful to have my love in my life. Yep. Lucky? No. But I am thankful, you know what I mean? And he is too. So, no one ever tells a man... Like I said, how lucky he is to have a, a, to have married a woman who is a good wife, good mother, amazing person. And it assumes marriage and motherhood come naturally to a woman that men can opt in or out. As if marriage and fatherhood are intracurricular activities. You know what I mean? Like, one can do when he's not at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, today I want to do it, tonight oh, I don't want to do it. That's not how that works. It's assumed that it's lucky... Or it's luck that made this man a good father and husband, you know, which is an insulting to both the man and the wife, if you ask me. Um, and with no intention of throwing my partner under the bus or or every school drop off for a day or with the kids or at the museum or whatever, there are a lot of forgotten um, lunches and doctor's appointments and there are months. Okay, like I was saying, no intention of throwing anybody's husband under a bus or for every school drop-off or a day with the children at the museum or any of that, but there are lots of forgotten lunches. There are lots of forgotten doctor's appointments, laundry days, months where um, fathers never got up in the morning with the children or weeks where, you know, the mother did the bedtime solo because he worked and kept him out after the children went to sleep but if a mom ever forgets to bring her kids lunch 
or can't remember what time to pick them up or forgot a doctor's appointment or she's a hot mess mom who can't keep her shit together or dad who does the same is deemed doing the best he can because you're lucky he'll do any of of it at all you know what I mean no man in my opinion is a good one because of luck He's a good husband or father because he wants to be and because his partner requires that of him. That's how it's supposed to be. Raising children isn't woman's work and it's not a burden or job. It's what we sign on to do together as a couple. There's no luck involved in that point blank and appearing. Whoever don't like it, I don't care. And I hope and pray to God that your husband is not taking in of that any of that opinions and using it as an excuse or using it as a weapon or using it as a notch. It's like, oh, they recognize me, blah, 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 because somebody else's husband ain't doing the best he can or what or putting in the effort to be a part of the children's life, be involved in the wife's lives, wanting the partnership to be as equal as possible. So it's no such thing as luck. There's no luck involved in that point blank in the period. I hear you like to listen to po- to podcasts. That's great. Well, pocketcast.com is another platform in which you can go to and listen to me and thousands of other people. They have a play without subscribing. They have episodes search when you're trying to find that favorite guest on that one amazing episode. They have an up next syncing, improved discovery, streamlined experience. Everything is easy in pocketcast.com. And there's so, so much more. New archiving features, playback effects while streaming, enhanced Apple Watch support, series shortcuts, listening history, syncing improvement. They have a season and episode numbering support. There's almost everything that could be you have it in pocketcast.com. So all you have to do is go over and get it on Google Play or download it on the Apple App Store or you can go over to the web at pocketcast.com, download it. That's the Google Play Store, the Apple Store, or you can go over to the web at pocketcast.com, download and you can get to listen to me. You'll be glad that you did. Yes, that's pocketcast.com. you guys i am back with the christmas facts and workshops you can also go to there's a google you can google it about christmas you can go over to kidsconnect.com um and download it it has lots and lots of different things anyway let's get into it christmas facts and workshops workshops everything you want to know And an easy way to explain it to children, you can go over to there and I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Anyway, as you may or may not know, Christmas is celebrated by millions of Christians and non-Christians around the world every 25th of December. And for Christians, it is the annual celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Many customs and traditions are practiced today to celebrate the Christmas season. You heard me. Christmas is celebrated It's always celebrated. It's always celebrated. It's always celebrated. Now, the key facts and information of Christmas facts. The word Christmas means Christian mass. That's what it means. So, the Anglo-Saxons refer to the holiday as midwinter or nativity. Now, the term Xmas is not irreligious because X means Christ in Greek. 
For Christians, Christmas means the birth of Jesus. Jesus Christ is also known as the Messiah or Savior who was believed to be born between 7 and 2 BC. But it was only in the 4th century that the Roman Catholic Church Catholic Church designated the 25th day of December to be Jesus' birth date. Now, during the late 1300s, the word Noel was used in the English language. Noel came from the Latin word natales, which means day of birth. Christmas wreaths originally symbolized Jesus' crown of thrones. In addition, the colors red, green, and gold became the traditional Christmas colors. Red represents the blood of Christ. Green symbolizes life, and gold stands for light and royalty. Now, the traditions of putting tangerines in stockings came from the 12th century. Nuns who left stockings filled with fruits and nuts at the doors of the poor. During the early 16th century, the German Christians were the first to use tree inside their homes. Martin Luther was said to be the first person to use candles to decorate the Christmas tree. Now, St. Francis of Assa started the custom of singing carols in church during the Christmas season. It came from the English tradition of wassailing. Wassailing was a tradition to toast for someone's good life and health. One of the most common Christian figures in Santa Claus is Santa Claus. Now, he came from the legend of St. Nicholas, who was born in Portara, an ancient city in present-day Turkey. St. Nicholson, Nicholson became the first famous non-biblical saint of all time. There are more than 2,000 churches dedicated to him in Germany and France and 400 in England. Now, in 1819, Washington Irving, author of The Headless Horseman, created the image of Santa Claus riding a sleigh. In 1931, Coca-Cola advertisement solidified the image of Santa Claus that we know today of a jolly fat man in a red and white suit. Now, the image of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was used by the Montgomery Department Store for Christmas coloring books. Now, the additional reindeer for Santa's sleigh were later on named in Clement Mord's poem. Today, we know nine reindeers, namely Rudolph, Dasher, Prancer, Dancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Donner, and Blixum. Blixum. So, Dutch children usually leave milk and cookies out for Santa Claus. Gift-giving is a tradition during the Christmas season. It symbolizes the gifts that the three kings, wise men, Maga gave to baby Jesus. Frankincense, gold, and myrrh, the presents from the wise men, were to honor the coming of the king of Jews. In 1857, James Pierre Pont wrote One Horse Open Sleigh for Thanksgiving, but it became famously known as Jingle Bell. Ben Crosby's White Christmas became the best-selling Christmas song of all. It has sold 50 million copies around the world. Over 500 covers have been recorded by various artists in different languages. In 1886, France gave the largest Christmas gift to the United States and the Statue of Liberty. Christmas was declared as a federal holiday in the United States in 1870. The first Christmas card was produced by Hallmark in 1915. There are two islands named after Christmas. One is the Christmas Island, formerly known as um, Karamati in the Pacific Ocean and Christmas Island in the Indian Ocean. I think I said that right with the Karatamati. I'm sorry. In addition, there are three towns in the United States that are named after Santa Claus. They are in Arizona, Georgia, and India. Indiana, I'm sorry. 
1829, Joel Ponset brought a flower in the United States that became the traditional Christmas flowers. Um, Ponsetta is native to Mexico, where it's also known as the flower of the Holy Night. Christmas was once made illegal in England, and in 1647, excuse me, the Puritan leader, Oliver Cromwell considered feasting and other Christmas celebrations to be immoral. It was only lifted when Cromwell lost power over the Paramount in 1660. Nova Scotty in Canada is the world's leading exporter of Christmas trees. Boar's Head and Mustards were the traditional English Christmas fare before roast turkey, a bird native to North America. Christmas is the most profitable holiday for business around the world. Missa de Galli or Rooster's Mass is a Roman Catholic tradition of attending Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. Countries such as the Philippines, Spain, and Portugal still practice this tradition. Now there is a fantastic bundle which includes everything you need to know about Christmas across 39 in-depth pages. There are ready-to-use Christmas worksheets that are perfect for teaching students and children about the Christmas which is celebrated by millions of Christians and non-Christians around the world every 25th of December. For Christians, it is the annual celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Many customs and traditions are practiced today to celebrate the Christmas season. So if you want to go to that website and look up all of that stuff, and use that to help with your children, get them familiar with, you know, Christmas and the celebration and all that stuff. I'm telling you, um, I think it's a, a must read. I'm, I'm serious. Um, like I said, tis the season to be well informed. We all love Christmas. Well, majority of us anyway. But how much do any of us actually know about why Christmas is the way it is? There are different places like google.com that will help you find facts about christmas trees santa claus rudolph that you probably didn't know it's it's i'm telling you it is a lot and it is a must read i'm telling you so go research understand what christmas is what christmas is supposed to be about what it's supposed to mean seriously Seriously, Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, have have a safe and happy Christmas. Um, you know, I know we can't avoid the unavoidable. I know that in life things happen. I know trauma comes in every corner, every walk of the world. I know that, and I know that we shouldn't be walking and living scary. Because if we are Christians, we're supposed to live Christ's life and we're supposed to trust and believe that everything is going to work itself out and that as long as you live in your life right, everything will be okay. And that's not necessarily the case. We've had some amazing people like pass away from being at home, being robbed and murdered, walking in a store, um, being at the what people say the wrong place at the wrong time, which is not necessarily true. Um, you're where you're supposed to be, but the people that don't respect and care about you, that's the outcome of what happened. It's a sad fact, but it's true. So, just enjoy your family. Enjoy love. Enjoy giving. Um, I feed off of family, and I didn't realize just how much I feed off of my family really until this past year. Like, I need positive energy because 
they all depend on me. And so if you're dependent on me to be that fixer, you know, that director, I still need that positive energy from from them to keep me going, to keep me moving, and to keep me motivated. When you have amazing friends that love you through and through, that cares about you, that makes your Christmas and every day wonderful. Because my partner is my, I would say, one of my closest friends. Like, he's an amazing person. He is. Um, Through and through, I mean, we have our ups and downs and things of that nature. Um, But I know that he loves me. And I know that he knows that, you know, I love him. So, um, there's so many things within our family that are complicated, uh, you know, uh, situations that are complicated and make things a little bit more stressful for us and more hard for us. Um, but just that, um, that it's going to be okay. And that when I feel alone, he always reiterates to me, you're not alone. You know what I mean? Um, And even if he don't tell me, I feel it from him. Like when I express my frustration or whatever, you know, just the response, let me know. You know, I'm here, you need me. You know what I mean? It's just so family and friends, you know, I love them to death and I feed off of their energy and I internalize every negative energy that they have. And I have to stop doing that. I really do. Because um, I can't control it. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's, it's, I'm my biggest critic. We all are our own worst critic. And we're always harder on ourselves. You know what I mean? Um, but just love and give love. And allow yourself to receive it. And give back, you know. And just live. And laugh, but be in that moment. Make those memories, you know. And God bless. You guys have a Merry Christmas. All right, you guys, I want to thank you for coming over to Talk to Talk with Anita Love and listening to me. It is actually getting time for us to get dressed because we're doing our name pulling today. Um, daughter's down from Texas, so we're going to be name pulling and doing that th- that today, eating, playing karaoke and stuff like that. And so I couldn't finish what I was going to do, but I'm going to come back tomorrow and I'm going to talk. And I actually want to do a segment where me talking about me cooking my Christmas food and things of that nature. And I do have some questions, like really questions that I'm going to be very short with, but I'm going to answer those questions. So yeah, and I'm going to try to do that tomorrow. If I don't, it'll be because I took a topic and went left field with the topic instead of doing the questions. There you have it. Um, but again, thank you guys for so much for just respecting me enough to even listen to my podcast it'll I I appreciate it it means a lot to me and I I thank you so so much and I just ask that you please continue to listen in and share my podcast and you can go over to pocketcast.fm and listen to me and listen to many of other um podcasters that's a part of the anchor.fm slash start family yes honey get your life get your life but remember to stay true to yourself you guys do not let anyone else thoughts and opinions dictate who and what you think of yourself continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before like the former first lady when they go low we go high yes and take mm-hmm. get your life and live 
love and laugh and stop being so uptight and intense all the time just relax a little bit relate and go with God you know let let God be God in the midst of all of this and trust him and trust the process and let's make memories loving memories and until next time you guys peace